everyone, welcome to today's podcast. We're talking about getting back on track with your reading, right? This is the most important skill, in my opinion, in mastering your weight, is the ability to get back on track quickly. And what it comes down to before we even get to the specifics of how to get back on track is to understand the approach we're using, because that's going to dictate how easy or hard it is to get back on track. So if you're doing a typical diet approach where you're doing keto, intermittent fasting, Mediterranean diet, Weight Watchers, it doesn't matter, um, where it's really focused around what you're eating, how much you're eating, um, or even if you're just exercising, if that's kind of the main part of your weight loss strategy. When we get off track, if we're just focused on that one thing, it's probably going to be a lot harder, okay? Because if you're trying, again, it doesn't matter if you're trying to eat 1,200 calories a day, keto, whatever your philosophy is, when you get off track with it, um, now you've got one thing to get back on track with, you're eating. And what I would suggest instead is you have a more holistic comprehensive approach to your weight loss just to begin so that it's not just your eating plan again program yourself then we follow a weight mastery pyramid uh the top of it's eating but the bottom of it is mindset and then the middle piece is lifestyle and in my experience just approaching the eating has a very low success rate so you really want to also focus on the mindset piece the lifestyle piece as well and then the eating pieces on top. And I think, you know, the idea of just trying to change your eating alone is like building a house, you know, from the roof down. It doesn't work well. So again, the more you start to focus in on the mindset piece, the lifestyle pieces as part of your overall weight loss success, the better results you're going to have most likely. And one of the main reasons is because it's easier to get back on track. Because when you have these other pieces of the puzzle at play, when you do get off track with your eating or these other pieces, it's easier to get back on track. See, if you're all or nothing and the only thing you're focusing on with your weight loss is just the eating piece of it, and again, if it's a diet, it usually kind of feels strict, right? If we're gonna go to 1,200 calories, no more carbs, gotta not eat for 16 hours. These are kind of intense things. And when we're not in the mood for it, right? Why do we get off track, right? <laughs> right? We, get, we get busy in life, we get depressed, we get sad, we get exhausted. Different things throw us off track. And if the only way to get back on track is to get back onto this really difficult plan that we're following, that lowers the chances of us doing that tremendously. So what we wanna do is we wanna have alternatives that are easier, okay? So stick with me here for a second because I know this is really outside the bounds of typical weight loss thinking because we're usually thinking, I just wanna lose weight as quick as I can and the fastest way to lose weight is do these extreme changes in your diet. But what I'm talking about is weight mastery not only losing weight, but getting to your goal weight and living the rest of your life there on near autopilot. And that takes a more comprehensive approach. So let's say you do get off track. Again, what, what throws us off? Life gets busy, something stressful happens, something makes us sad, whatever, and now we're off track. So instead of just having to get our eating perfect again, instead what we can do here is just say, okay, let's focus on lifestyle habits. Maybe I'll go to bed earlier. Maybe I'll spend a little bit of time and relax. Maybe I'll make sure I'm drinking my water, I'm hydrated. Maybe I'll put some nourishment in my body. Okay, and we can focus on little things. Maybe I'll read or watch a documentary on health, some health documentary, right? Maybe I'll read a book on weight loss or health or nutrition, you see? And these are little pieces and we say, well, yeah, that's gonna help me lose weight. Well, no, but it's the step before you start losing weight by changing your eating. And this is where a lot of people don't have this because they're thinking all or nothing, black or white, and it's, it's either you know, most of the time you're not in all mode. You know, that's what I'm trying to tell you. You're not in all mode all the time. And then again, life kind of hits you and you kind of fall off of it. And to go back into all mode just feels overwhelming. And so you put it off. So what we want to do is we want to have some simple things we can do to just make it feel like we're back on track. 
you know? And so once you have this, it's so much easier because it's not just eating perfect. Now you can, again, in, in programming self, then we call this reduce to the ridiculous. Let's make what it takes to get back on track easy so that we at least feel like we're on track going to bed earlier. It may not sound like much, but it's easier to go to bed earlier than it is to eat 1200 calories a day. If you're not used to it, then you go to bed earlier, wake up tomorrow, you got more energy. Now you're in a better place to get your eating back on track. And then let's go to the eating again. The eating doesn't have to be all or nothing. You know, you may want to start. I always suggest people really focus on the breakfast, right? Speaking of building houses every day, metaphorically, we're kind of building a house with our nutrition and it starts with the first thing we eat during the day. And so what you want to do is you want to, you know, when you get off track with things, what it can be is, okay, let me start focusing on my breakfast and maybe just focus on breakfast for the week. You know, just let me get my breakfast kind of locked down. And then once that kind of feels better again, okay, I'm doing good. Now we start concentrating on the lunches. But I guess what I'm saying ultimately here is that you want to have more options available to you than just all or nothing, right? That, that's kind of the, the big thing I keep kind of saying in different ways here is that the more you recognize that so much of your weight loss and mastery ultimately comes down to kind of being able to navigate this gray space, not black or white, but this gray area, kind of recognizing where we're at and finding a way forward so that we're better today than we were yesterday. And if you can really adopt that mindset instead of the all or nothing mindset, it helps you so much to get back on track quickly because we're lowering that barrier. You know, for most people, they're kind of at nothing and then all's up here. And, uh, you know, you do that initially and then you kind of get off track. And now it's like, oh, I got to get back on track. And it feels like this huge jump. So the alternative here is that we can lower what we want to do down to here. So it's just an easy jump. And then once we're here, then we can another jump, you know. And so it's a different mindset that leads you to get better results and be able to get back on track quickly. So whenever you get off track, if it's now, again, what's one thing you can do to kind of get yourself back in that direction? Not, not perfectly back on track, but in that direction and start doing it and then see how it, notice how it feels mentally and emotionally. Notice how it feels to start building some of that momentum back in the right direction again, because that feeling is what helps you to get back on track. All right. So I hope this helps you out and uh, yeah, give it a shot. Um, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. I will do my best to answer them. I'll scroll through the back here and see. <laughs> I gotta stop doing this TikTok. All right, let's see. I'm not gonna miss any questions today. Um, what do we got? Tell people. All right, people come in, people come out. All right, here we go. Didn't miss any questions. All right, yeah. If anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them. I, uh, if you don't know me, I'm a weight mastery coach. I'm a hypnotist, but I've been doing this for. I've been doing this now for uh, 20 years professionally, 30 years personally, helping people to master their weight. And so one of the things I can do is kind of bring a different approach to this whole process, which I think is the most important thing. You know, I think people, when it comes to weight loss, are just stuck in a paradigm, right? It's a dieting paradigm. You think like a dieter because you've been conditioned to think like a dieter. And, um, you know, that that's one of the biggest things to change. Um, yeah. Okay. Great. Great question. Can someone, can you talk a bit about the identity perspective, how to develop the identity that allows for success? I love that question. That is, that's one of the core things we're working on with program yourself then. And I think it's so overlooked when it comes to change in general and weight loss specifically that listen, if you've been struggling with your weight for a while, again, I know you don't like it, but you have to understand that you, you identify, you understand how to think and operate in the world as an overweight person. You know how to navigate your relationships as an overweight person. 
Um, you know how to just be in the world as that version of you. And I know this doesn't sound logical, but I promise you it's a factor that the idea of losing weight, it's not just, see, one of the things about diets, they kind of condition us to just think about weight loss as this aesthetic superficial thing, right? We're going to look different, but we don't really internalize what that means. You know, to become a different version of yourself is what it is. And it really is because out of all the changes you can create in life, weight loss is one of the really interesting ones identity wise, because all of a sudden people do put a lot of stuff in with weight in this culture. There's no doubt about it. And so, yes, people do treat you differently. You do feel a lot different when you lose the weight. And so I think it's important that you take this into account during your process, because this is why we program yourself thin. It's an inside out approach to weight mastery, weight loss, right? And it really starts again with the mindset piece of the program. The second part of it is your self image. How do you think about yourself? If you're struggling with your weight, you probably think of yourself as an overweight person, as an overeater, as someone who has no willpower, as someone who can't change their weight. And if you dig deeper, the weirder part is you may find, I don't want to lose the weight. I can't tell you how many clients I have, women especially. So here's one for women. They don't want to lose the weight because they don't want male attention. They don't, they feel less secure if they lose the weight. They feel like people are watching them. I've had male clients feel like at work, people are going to expect more out of them. Now I'm not saying this is true or not true, but I'm saying this is what people told me, you know? And so we have to recognize this subconscious level that has associations. And if you're struggling to lose weight, I can almost guarantee you that part of your struggle is because you have either lost weight in the past and you didn't like it for some weird way. Again, you didn't like the attention from men. You didn't like comments you got. You didn't like the pressure. Okay. And you're avoiding it now. And so again, with Program Yourself Then we start right from the beginning. Who do you want to be? You know, really, I always say this, that you have to take your weight loss and wrap it in personal development because real weight mastery, like, like not just losing weight, but, but actually transforming your weight for good so that you live as a naturally thin person at your goal weight for the rest of your life. It's a personal development process. You cannot be the same person who has been struggling with your weight you're not gonna be the same person as the version of you that just has complete mastery over your weight. How could that be? You know what I mean? Like you're a different version of yourself. And I think the more you approach it that way, the more you start to really focus in on the key thing that's driving your weight. Cause it's not, it's not your eating. You've lost weight. At, I know like you've lost weight at some point in your life, right? People lose weight all the time. 95% of those people put the weight back on. So it's not their genetics. It's not their hormones. It's not that they can't do it. They did it. And then they put the weight back on. Well, what's that all about? And so to me, it's like most people, most people watching this right now, you probably got two mindsets. You got the mindset of an overweight person and you got the mindset of a dieter. And you flip flop between these two. And the problem with the dieting, and you, you feel this, if you've ever lost the weight and gotten to your goal weight, you, you, if you think about this for a second, there's an anxiety there. Because all of a sudden, think about how often you think about your weight and losing weight. And now imagine all of a sudden your weight, you just mastered it. Like, what are you thinking about? Do you, do you know what I mean? I don't think you realize just how much of your thought processes are wrapped up in being overweight and wanting to lose weight and trying to figure out why you can't do it. And what's wrong with you? What if all that just disappeared? There's a saying that people prefer a known hell to an unknown heaven. And I find that to be pretty true when it comes to the weight where, again, you think about losing weight all the time, but the reality of being that version of you is scary. It's an unknown. And so again, most people have this overweight mindset, this dieter mindset, 
and they flip flop between them. And then the people that do actually get close to their goal weight sometimes, all of a sudden they're like, well, what do I do now? It becomes the mindset now is a vacuum, right? We got overweight dieter. Well, what about being a thin and healthy? What about having a thin and healthy mindset? How would you do that? Was, I don't, I don't fucking know. I have no, I don't know how to have a thin, healthy mindset. I've never had that. Exactly. So as you approach your goal weight, you can't be a dieter anymore. You lost the weight. You can't lose any more weight. You don't want to go back to being overweight. And this is where most people, as they get close to their goal weight, they start. So you may not realize this, right? Cause you just, oh, I just want to lose weight. I just want to lose weight. Yeah. Well, I have done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions and I've done so many conversations with people that are approaching their goal weight even. And why are they talking to me? Because they're freaking out because they're getting close to their goal weight and they're saying, I don't want to put the weight back on. I don't know what I'm going to do once I lose all the weight. Why? Because they never focus on maintenance, which maintenance is a tricky word. Maintenance is bullshit. Like you need to create a new mindset. And that mindset is a thin, healthy mindset. How are you going to create that? I don't know. But, but don't you think you need to have that? You know, again, no one ever really thinks about mindset when it comes to weight loss. And I think to me, it's the biggest piece of the whole puzzle. I mean, what do you think? You need another diet, another another system telling you what you should and shouldn't eat? You know enough about what you should and shouldn't eat. The problem is, can you get yourself to consistently do it? And that all comes down to how you're thinking. You know, you know, like we call it the internal dialogue, right? You know, you're talking to yourself all day long. What you're saying to yourself is dictating more of your weight than anything else. You're constantly talking to yourself. And you have all these beliefs and these values and these ways of seeing the world. And that's what's dictating your weight. And if you don't change those, how would you ever change your weight long-term? If you continue to think the same way about yourself, food, exercise, you know, your weight, your lifestyle, then what, what's going to change long-term? Well, nothing's going to change. You're just going to keep in this process of being overweight and then you know, getting really motivated to do the diet thing and then not knowing what to do. Again, there's a vacuum there. Haven't you felt this? If you ever lost weight, you know what I'm talking about. You know, and if you're getting close to it, you know that, you know, I see this all the time. I did a call like, like on YouTube, you can watch it's a coaching call I did with someone and um, they were eight weeks into keto and intermittent fasting, lost almost 20 pounds. So you would think like anyone in that situation would just be over the moon. Great, great results, right? No, they were freaking out. She was freaking out because she was worried that it was getting harder and harder to keep doing it. And she was worried that she was going to put it all back on. You see, so this identity piece is the most important thing. You need to th start thinking about yourself as a thin, healthy person. And when I say thin, by the way, I just want to make clear, thin is just a word I use that means living at your goal weight. And your goal weight is your decision. So it's, what I would suggest in terms of your goal weight is choose a goal weight that gives you the best quality of life. You know, so, so let's unpack that thin word because I know sometimes that's triggering. It's not, a, it's not an absolute definition. It's your definition. What is your goal weight? That's all conversation of itself, right? How do you even pick your goal weight? Well, again, I would suggest you pick the goal weight that gives you the best quality of life because there's two sides to that equation of what's your best, what's your goal weight. You can't just pick a number because you have to live and eat a certain way in order to achieve that number. And a lot of people I see are choosing a number that's too low. They're not willing to live and eat that way. And that's their original challenge is kind of getting those congruent. But anyways, you need to start thinking about yourself as a new version of yourself. That's, I don't know how you would ever change long-term if you didn't do that. And that's what program yourselves are really built around. But I don't see many weight loss programs out there because most people, what do they say to me? They say, oh, Jim, I know what I got to do. I just got to get myself to do it. That all implies that they just need to force themselves to do it. And that's going to be the change that they're looking for. So right off the bat, the goal's wrong because you don't want to just force yourself to do it. Again, this goes right down to the core of the dieter mindset. The dieter mindset is a short-term mindset. It's, it's saying, I'm going to diet. I'm going to change the way I'm eating until, until I lose the weight. Well, what then? 
boy, there's not much triggering, more triggering questions you can ask a dieter than that question, especially if they're successfully lose, losing weight. Because I've asked them that and they get very upset. I'll, I'll, I don't know, Jim. I don't want to think about that. I'm doing good. I'll figure that out when I get there. Well, no, you won't. Because 95% of people don't. So why, you, you have it in the past. You know what I mean? We, we can't just ignore that. Just losing the weight is not enough. You know, and you know this because most likely if you're watching this, you've lost weight and put it back on a couple times. And now you probably find that you think about weight loss 24 hours a day, but you can't actually get yourself started on anything. You're just stuck. And the reason is because you now associate, even when you're successful losing weight, you even associate that now to failure. And now your mind says, just forget it. I'm not going to do this because the diets suck. And then even if I get results, it doesn't last. What's the point? That's probably where you're at now to some degree. And again, this all is caused because you got the wrong goal. The goal isn't, you don't want to lose weight. You want to live at your goal weight forever on near autopilot. That's the real goal. And they're two, two completely different things. Living at your goal weight for the rest of your life is a long-term goal, right? Now I can say this. Oh, thanks. That's a goal. And I like that. Um, the diet or mindset, right? Because you say to yourself, like, how long do you want to keep the weight off for? I, I know you're saying forever, but you're not approaching it like that. You're just approaching and saying, I just want to lose the weight as quick as I can. I don't give a shit what I got to do. I just want to lose the weight. And that's a short-term diet or mindset that keeps you stuck in this hamster wheel that you're stuck in. And you never get off of it. You've probably been doing it for 20, 30, 40 years. Again, I'm not, I'm not trying to be rude, but it's just, I got to point out the obvious. So again, the alternative is this identity, identity-based approach where you change who you are. Who is, and by the way, so let me just, that's a natural segue here. If you're not in my, on my email list, you can go to my bio, click that link, and I give you a, a hypnosis session. It's called The New Thin Me. It's literally, it's a kickstart session to do exactly what I'm talking about here to help you clarify and connect to your goal of being thin and healthy for the rest of your life. It's free. It's free. Just go get it. You answer a couple of questions. I just give it to you. And I give you a training three steps to master your weight. But that really is the core of this process. Program yourself thin. It's this inside out transformation so that you transform into the person you want to be. Not just so that you lose some weight. All right. So I hope that that, um, I hope that helps answer that. So if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask me. I was talking there a little bit. I think I might have. Oh, this new. Oh, whoops. I just invited someone. <laughs> TikTok changed their live thing so that I can't just see the questions anymore. Um, yeah, Shell says, yes, I felt this about attention. Yeah, that's what I mean, Shell, right? So it's like we have to recognize that. I promise you, if you've been trying to lose weight for decades and you haven't done it, I guarantee you part of it is that you don't want to lose the weight. I guarantee it. You don't want the attention from men. You don't want the attention from your husband. You don't want the attention from your partner. I mean, it could be literally anything, you know, but it, it's weird stuff. It's seemingly weird, but it's driving a lot of your, your behaviors, you know, because if you subconsciously, like, I don't want the attention from men, well, hey, the weight might be a great way to avoid that. You know what I mean? So it's serving a positive purpose. A lot of people have this incongruency. They're not, they don't truly congruently want to lose weight. They think about it all the time. And then they're, again, they're, they're avoiding it because they have these subconscious associations that, that are um, making them incongruent and distracting them. Um, um, um. Al Capone says, can I drop 20% body fat to eight in a few months? Um, I, you know, I don't even know. I, I don't, to be honest, and, and I'm not picking on you here. I just say this to everyone. As soon as I see the time, as soon as I see, oh, can I lose this much and this much? I, I just, who gives a shit? I, I don't care. That's not a conversation I even want to have. Um, I'm never interested in short-term weight loss because short-term weight loss is really, 
I feel like it's the bane of my existence because <laughs> all I do is help people with weight loss. And the, the worst thing that, that we got to deal with is the mindset of a dieter. And the dieter mindset is this temporary thing. I'm going to do this until I lose the weight. And you think like a dieter, how much can I lose in this amount of time? Which causes you to focus on the most extreme and unsustainable ways to make it happen. It's not even a conversation I'm interested in because who gives a shit a few months? You know, I'm, I don't care how much weight you can lose in a couple of weeks or a couple of months. I'm really interested in how much weight you can lose this year, this decade. What weight can you live at for the rest of your life? Those are questions I'm interested in. Um, because as soon as we get to, oh, can I do this this quick? Because then you, you start getting ridiculous, you know? Because I get that all the time. I, I probably already got it and I just haven't seen it at the question. What do you think about water fasting? I think it's stupid. You know, it makes no sense because it's like, it's like um, if you can't sustain it, what is the point? You know what I mean? Like what's the point of losing 10 pounds on a three-week water fast if you can't maintain it? Because what happens those couple of weeks? You start putting the weight on, you get discouraged and frustrated and depressed and all the rest of it. So why do that to yourself? And again, it's the bullshit. You talk about hypnosis. The diet hypnosis that puts you in, I don't give a shit. I don't care what I have to do. I just want to lose the weight. That way of thinking is so crazy, especially when you realize that you... Um, it hasn't worked for you. You know what I mean? Like it's that way of thinking that it's causing you most of the problems. It really is, you know? But, um, so yeah, I, I don't even have an answer for that. I, I don't think that way. Um, the Campbell says, it's hard to imagine what I would be thinking about if it wasn't weight loss. One of them. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know that I've asked people that question so many times, um, where it's like, what, how much percentage, if you just give it a number, what percentage of the day are you thinking about your weight loss? You know, and I regularly get numbers 70, 80%. I mean, it's just constantly on your head. But the problem is it's completely ineffective thinking. It's not working for you. If you're not getting the results you want, I'm telling you, it's the way you're thinking about it is the prime thing. Now, I'll tell you, if you're watching this even now, if you've been watching this long, you're probably a bit of an overthinker because I tend, I'm an overthinker and I just tend to attract that type of person. Uh, most of the people in my program are overthinkers and usually in the perfectionist ballpark. And the, the thinking you're doing about weight is really about the problem. What's wrong with me? Why can't I stick to a plan? How come I can't lose this weight? Why can't I eat right? Why can't I exercise? Why can't I do this? What's going on? And you're always focusing on the problems and trying to figure out reasons why you haven't lost the weight and why the problem exists. And what I would suggest to you, the biggest thing you can do is start focusing all that mental brain power on the solutions. How can I easily lose weight? How can I eat better in an easy and comfortable way? How can I make weight loss fun? How can I master my weight once and for all so it just fades into the background? I can just live my life. You see? So, so much of your reality is based on the questions that you're asking. When it comes to weight, you're asking shitty questions constantly. You know, most of your thinking is in response to questions you're asking, and you're asking problem-oriented questions most of the time, I guarantee you. But, um, yeah, so, again, how, you know, what would I... I don't even know how to think of myself as a thin person. I don't even know what it would be like to think like a thin, healthy person. I know, <laughs> but that's, that's the process. That's what you're learning. You don't know how to speak Chinese, but if you decided you want to learn Chinese, you wouldn't just be like, okay, now I'm going to learn Chinese and just not have some books or some, someone teach it to you. Right. You know, but that's what you're doing with weight loss. You think you know what to do and you think you just need a better tactic, right? You're just waiting for the next diet to come down. You know, some, some new ratio of macronutrient you know, uh, regulation. You know, it's just, it's just something. And you think that's what you need. When in reality, what you need is you need to learn how to change your thinking. <laughs> like it's the biggest thing. I sit in front of you with someone, same brain, same body. I was 50 pounds heavier and now I'm 50 pounds lighter for the last 30 years. So, so what's the difference? 
Oh, we're eating different, Jim. Yeah, no shit, I'm eating different. But why do you think I'm eating different? That's what I'm trying to tell you, you know? And that is why I like to make the point that it's not, again, if you've lost weight and then put it back on, you got to know your body can lose weight. You know what to do. It's a mindset thing. And you're never, you're never focusing on your mindset. I know this because there's no mindset courses out there. I've had to learn this from, I studied psychology, I read 50 books a year. I'm obsessed with this stuff. I've had to create a lot of this stuff into the the weight loss space a lot of the time, you know? And so, um, yeah, it, it's just, this is the secret though. It, and I say this to you in a positive way because if you've been struggling with your weight, I know you feel like, well, there's nothing I can do. And I know you feel so discouraged about it, but the reality is that it's not it's not that you can't change it's that you're focusing on the wrong things to change you think you need another another tactic another eating tactic another diet or recommit to a diet that's worked for you in the past and i'm telling you it's a mindset one that's what i think anyways <laughs> Patel says i struggle all my life with emotional binge eating feel try everything how can i start different yeah yeah um first off i mean you haven't you probably haven't tried everything and i only say that just because when we think we've tried everything we tend, it's a very powerless feeling that creates, you know, you haven't tried everything, you know what I mean? You haven't. And program yourself didn't always prove that because I just, it's a steady stream of people that said that and then they try program yourself then and, and that becomes the solution. So what do you do? Emotional eating, emotional binge eating. I'll give you kind of a quick overview of that. What I would suggest is that there's kind of two typical reasons for the binge eating. One of them is that you're over restricting. You're getting yourself so hungry that you are then, um, you can't control your eating. And the other one is that it's emotional. You're getting, you know, there's emotions that are so strong that you don't want to deal with that when you feel them, you don't know how to deal with them. So you turn to the food to kind of deal with it, you know? Um, so what I would suggest is that you don't try and stop yourself from emotional eating. You do it, but then you pay attention to what triggered it. Was it that you were too hungry? Was it that you were kind of in a weird emotional place? Um, did you get in kind of a negative headspace? What triggered that behavior? Seek to understand it. Don't just try and stop it. Seek to understand it because once you understand it, then you can find real resolution to it, real solutions to that problem. And there's a good chance you have not been doing that approach. You know, again, we just, most weight loss, most weight loss really revolves around willpower. You've got one tool and you got willpower to force yourself to do something you don't really want to do. And the emotionally, the same thing. If you're using the food to relax at night, right? So it's serving a positive intention. It's helping you relax. And then you say, okay, that's it. Willpower, no more emotional eating. Okay. Well, you ate well for three nights, but now you haven't relaxed in three nights. And so you've eaten well for three nights, but now you're ready to kill someone. That's not going to be a long-term solution. You've got to understand yourself. And this is so different because again, dieting, you want to believe in dieting because why wouldn't you? It's the easiest thing. And conceptually, it's the easiest thing. Someone just gives you a plan and says, just eat this way. Okay. I can do that. I'll force myself to do it. So it's like, it seems like the simplest thing, but it's not because you never learn, A, what eating plan works for you. God forbid you create an eating plan based around you. You know, your whole weight loss thing is you trying to stick a a square peg into a round hole, you know? And if you could give up on the trying to just lose weight this week, this month, and get rid of that short-term approach, you can start extending your time frame and really start looking for real mastery, real solutions once and for all. You know, that's what I would suggest to to start that differently. Um, Let's see here. Let's see. Any question? How do you stop binge eating? Yep, I just talked about that one. Again, it's, um, you don't just stop it. You first seek to understand it. And then I think that that puts you on a path to finally stop it, you know? 
Um, HD Dan, I've been eating healthy these two weeks and I binged for three days and now I'm no more motivated. Now I get that, you know, I, I totally understand that. That's a lot of people do that. And again, it's the eating, it's the counter-regulatory effect, by the way. It's when we enact some, whatever diet plan, I've been eating healthy, right? I'm eating healthy, three days go by or two weeks go by and then you binge for three days. Which by the way, right? This is the all or nothing part of the, the diet philosophy. This idea that all of a sudden you're just gonna completely change your eating on Monday and it's gonna last until you lose all the weight. I don't believe in that, okay? In my world, I live in the the practical world of reality. And so with Program Yourself Thin, we have a 5-2 eating model. Five days of clean eating, two days of pleasure eating. And that gets rid of this fucking bullshit. I, I, I get so triggered with the diet idea that you're gonna start on a Monday and then eat perfectly for six months until you reach your goal weight. Why would you do that? Because, you, you know, HD Dan, you're, you're saying exactly what everyone experiences. You get, you get a couple days, a couple weeks into eating well, and then you fall off the wagon, you binge, and then you feel completely discouraged and frustrated. How many times has that all happened to you folks? Hit me some stars. I mean, do, do you, is that not the story of your life when it comes to weight? You can do it for a little while, and then you fall off track, and then you can't get started again. I mean, is that not it in a nutshell? Right? So it's like, how's that, how do we change that? Well, you've got to stop with this crazy idea. And it's so crazy. Listen, let me take one step back. For those of you that know me, know what I'm probably about to say. But it's like the diets that you have been infected with. And that's what you have now. You have a diet. You have a dieter mindset. You think like a dieter. And that has been installed into your mind by the diet companies. Your whole life, you've been inundated with diet commercials. Me too. Millions of diet ads that cause you to think about weight loss like a dieter. To the point now that you can't even separate your weight loss from dieting. They're one and the same. Okay? And these diets are fucking bullshit. Okay? And I mean that because all the big diets you know about are all owned by big food companies. Weight Watchers was owned by Heinz. Jenny Craig was owned by Nestle. The company that owns Atkins Food Products was owned by the same company that owns Onions, Pretzels, and Cinnabon. The company that owns Slim Fast, the same company that owns Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream. These companies, you really think they want you to not eat their bullshit food, eat less food, lower their profits? No, they don't want that. And what they do is they got you coming and going. And when you go to find it, you say, okay, I want to lose weight. I'm going to really do this. Now you're studying their bullshit philosophies. They don't work. It's a goddamn, it's a fact. It's an absolute fact. You know this. They don't work for you. They don't work for anyone. They got a 95% failure rate. But the weirdest part is somehow they've conditioned people to think that's the only way to do it. And if I can't do it dieting, then I can't do it. And it's crazy because that dieting mindset is the most toxic way to try and lose weight. It's toxic and ineffective. And yet here you are married to it, you know? So this is why I get on here almost every day for free. I make all these videos for free because for me, this is a mission. To me, weight is life and death. My dad died at 54 of a heart attack. So yes, I want you to look good in your bathing suit in the summer, but I'm way more interested in you living as long as you can and having the best quality of life while you're here. And in order to do that, you've got to take control of your weight, your health, what you're putting in your body and how you're living. Okay. In order to do that, you've got to take control of your mindset and the diets never teach you that. Is that a mistake? Right? I mean, we're talking about companies with billions of dollars. The weight loss industry is a $65 billion industry. Is it any mistake that they never teach you mindset stuff ever? What are we talking about? Weight watchers talking about mindfulness just because they say the word. I mean, they, they, there's no real training about how to change your mindset. You know, and so you see people every day get on here. I've been doing this long enough. TikTok just reinforced. I already know it. It's like everyone's got the same problem. They get hyped up. 
What do they get hyped up about? There's usually some pain-based experience. You see a picture of yourself. You step on the scale. The clothes don't fit. You catch your reflection. Someone says some shitty thing to you. You got to go to the doctors. And you start feeling so much pain and embarrassment and shame and frustration. You say, that's it. I just want to lose the weight. And then you say, I'm so upset. I got to lose the weight now. Uh, keto. Time to go keto. I'm, going, I'm starting my keto plan tomorrow. Okay? And then you do it for a couple of days, a couple of weeks. Then you make a mistake. And now you feel all discouraged. Why? Because you're approaching your weight loss like it's a sprint. This is part of that. I just want to lose the weight. You think of it like a sprint. I want to lose it as fast as I can. Sprint. And when you run a sprint, if you trip the slightest little bit, you've lost that race. The only thing that you can win a race, a sprint with is perfection. And that's how you're internalizing your weight loss. The second you make the smallest mistake, it feels absolutely devastating because you're in this mindset that, okay, I'll do the hardest thing I can so that I can lose the weight the fastest. And the second the weight doesn't come off the way you thought it would, the second you make a mistake with your eating, it feels like you blew it. And it's because you think in this short-term time frame. You're, you're doomed thinking like this short-term frame, time frame. And the other side of it is, I was like to say, your weight loss is a never-ending marathon. Oh, I just wanted to be six weeks or six months. Oh, well, how long do you want to keep the weight off for? Have you ever lost weight and put it back on? How did that feel? It feels like shit, right? But isn't that what you're just, isn't that what you're really aiming at? Just focusing on what you're going to eat, keto, intermittent fasting, just, just, I'm just going to force myself to do it. Well, why would the you who struggled for 30 years with your weight all of a sudden be able to follow a plan perfectly for the rest of your life without anything else changing? What, I, I don't know what sense that makes. And if you have any, if you give me any insight into that, I would, I would absolutely love to hear it. But to me, it's absolutely crazy thinking. It's magical fantasy thinking. You know, that's what I think. And they call it the false hope syndrome. And that's what the diet industry lives off of. You know, how do I permanently change my diet mindset? How do I eat less enough instead of overeating? Well, it's a process. You know what I mean? That, that's the thing. It's like learning a language. It's like learning an instrument. It's like something you learn, you practice, you develop it. And the diet industry always makes you think, like, you just start on day one with your willpower and just, that's it, you changed. That's bullshit. It's like learning to play a piano. It's, it's not about, you know, if you, you, someone's never played the piano before and they say, okay, I'm going to learn to play the piano. And you say, well, what's your plan? I'm going to play 10 hours a day until I've mastered it. Okay, that sounds like the fastest way, but it's not because after the first day, your fingers are all cramped. You can't even play and you hate the piano now. You know, so it's, it's not a smart way. <laughs> and so that's what you're doing with your dieting. You're so overwhelming yourself right away that you now hate dieting. You hate the idea of weight loss, which is right where they want you, in my opinion. And so what's the alternative? Well, you don't try and change everything. Oh, gas, but then I won't lose all the weight really fast. Yeah, you won't, but then you'll actually have a chance of losing the weight for good. And besides, what's fast weight loss? Is fast weight loss losing 20 pounds on a water fast for a month and then putting it all back on? Or is fast weight loss losing five pounds a month with a sustainable, comfortable way that lasts forever? You tell me which one's fast weight loss. Again, you've got to dehypnotize yourself from the diet mindset. So again, the way you change a diet mindset, because you can't get rid of it. There's no, you can't get rid of the wiring in your brain. Neural wiring, you can't get rid of. You can only wire new stuff over it. So the secret to changing your diet or mindset is to learn to think like a thin, healthy person. And the, I don't know, there's lots of ways to do it. The way I would suggest right now is go to my bio, click that link, get the hypnosis session because it'll instantly let you get a sense of what that feels like. And then I give you a training, three steps to master your weight, which is, it's a 30 minute training, which breaks down an entire process for how to do it. It's free. And then I email you shit every day that it's positive, encouraging, supportive, helping you out. I got a mindset email, a mindset program I just put out. It's free. You know, yes, I have a coaching program. Yes, I have a program as well that I sell, but I also give everything away for free. 
So, so I'll help you out whether you invest in the program or not, okay? But that's what I'd suggest because it's not enough to just listen to this live. It's not enough just to learn something. You've got to practice it. You know, I always like to say, information does not equal behavior. You've got to understand this because even like when you think about writing, you know everything there is to know about writing. You can write with your hand. And so you know everything there is to know about it. But if you want to write with the other hand, which you can't do, right? So again, if, if information equal behavior, you'd be able to write with both hands equally. But that, that's not how it works. You know how to write, but if you want to write with the other hand, you would have to practice it. And when it comes to your weight loss, to eating better, to thinking differently, to living differently, you don't give yourself any room to practice. It's all or nothing. And that is one of the biggest mistakes you're making. You never give yourself any space to learn, to grow, to evolve into the person you want to be. It's just this all or nothing, just this decision. I'm going to make it and tomorrow's a brand new day, you know? And so it's like, it makes no sense. I hope when I'm saying it like this, I hope it's like, oh my God, because that's my goal here is to just kind of like, you know, cleanse the lenses of your perception so you can realize the problem with your weight is not you. It's that you have no real strategy. You really don't. A, a diet is not a strategy. It's a tactic. Diets are all built around one thing. That's how they do it, right? So you, it's built around eating 1,200 calories, counting points, not eating for 16 hours, not eating carbs, not eating fat, only eating Mediterranean food, only eating vegetarian food, only eating meat, <laughs> right? It's always like one tactic because they build it this way because they know you're overwhelmed and tired and try all this shit. So they need to conceptually make it seem as simple as possible and nothing simpler than the one thing tactic, which is what all the diets are built around. We know people are overwhelmed, so we just tell them, hey, just stop eating carbs. Just stop eating carbs. You can do that, can't you? It's just one thing. Just stop eating carbs. And you say, oh, I can do that. Then you go and do it and you're like, oh, shit. All I do is eat carbs. I have to completely learn how to eat different. <laughs> okay, well, that's a different story than just stop eating carbs. And so these diets, I always think they're like they're carnival games um, where it's like they, they make them seem really easy and the reality of it is it's a lot harder. And the reality of why it's hard is because you never learn how to think differently. You never learn how to think about the person you want to be. You know? Um, what's up, Mandy? Thank you. Love that heart. Would hypnosis help the mindset attention disorder? Uh, it could, yeah, for sure. Um, the hypnosis is really, really helpful. And there's a couple different versions of hypnosis, right? So program yourself then. There's like traditional hypnosis coming at you, right? Now it's delivered in a different way and it's it's extensive. Let me just say this. I, I feel bad for my hypnosis, um, my hypnosis uh, colleagues, but when, if you ever see a hypnosis program that's like two, three, four sessions and that's going to change your weight forever, it's not. It's not going to, okay? It may change it for a short period of time, but it won't. It just won't do it. What you need to do is create a thin, healthy mindset, and that takes a more comprehensive approach. So program yourself then. First off, I know the hardest part of change is remembering to change, you know? So it's like I've built this. Again, everything I do is very practical because I've learned all this stuff working with real people. You know, over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. And so I know tomorrow morning when you wake up, you're going to look at your phone. And when you do and you're in the program, you're going to see a message from me. You're going to click on it and you're going to have your five-minute hypnosis session. That's it, five minutes. Because five minutes feels doable, doesn't it? Five minutes is plenty of time too to relax and calm yourself down, to input some real positive stuff. Each session has a weight loss mantra in it. Okay. And so for eight weeks, each day is a different session. That's how you start to develop this new mindset because you start to think differently. You start to put these new mantras in, you know? And then at night, there's another message from Jim. Oh, hey, remember to do your program yourself thin technique. 
tell you about that in a second. And here's the link to your sleep gnosis session. That's a 10 minute session at night you listen to. There's two versions. One has a count out if you want to listen to it earlier in the night and the other one has no count out so you can listen to it and then go to sleep for the night. And each one of those, you listen to those, you get eight of those in the program and each one of those you listen to for the whole week because each one of those has a core weight loss mantra in it and we drive it home. Right. So it's like, think about that weight loss program, right? The program yourself then technique. This is the other piece of it. This is why hypnosis alone is not going to work. Even as great as my program is, the hypnosis alone is not going to give you long-term change most likely because you have got to learn how to program your own subconscious mind. It's easy and it's fun, but you've got to learn how to do it. And that's what the program yourself then technique does. It's really two techniques, the redo technique and the rehearsal technique. But these are techniques that take a minute or two, but this is the process that you use to really become the master of your own weight, the master of your own self, because it allows you to learn from mistakes. Can you imagine? You've never, I know, as long as you've been thinking about weight loss, you've never thought about learning from your mistakes consistently. And it's the most important thing you have to do, you know? And so the reader rehearsal technique allows you to learn from mistakes in a very, very powerful and fast way. You know, then there's a workbook, a 60 page workbook, which is your weight mastery blueprints, your mindset blueprint, lifestyle blueprint, eating blueprint. They're filling the blanks. You fill it out with your own information because I can't just tell you what to eat. This is another thing, man. You got to stop. You can't think that you can't think that uh, someone who's never met you and you've never met is going to tell you how to eat for the rest of your life. Like, are you crazy? Would you let me tell you what movies to watch, what music to listen to, what clothes to wear? I mean, you know what I mean? Like it makes no sense. And so you wonder why you can't get back on the plan. You don't want to do the plan in the first place. It doesn't resonate with you. It's not for you. You know, you got to take a little bit of time and figure out the plan that works for you. That little bit of time is worth its weight in gold. Cause I, the, the way I eat now, the lifestyle I live, I absolutely love it. It's built for me. You know, it's a one of a kind plan built for me. So it's easy to follow. And when I get off track a little bit, it's easy to get back on track. You know, so this is kind of the key thing. And, and it's just a different, completely different approach than most people are doing. But I hope it's inspiring to you because I just want you to realize there's other other solutions out there than you may have realized. Yeah. I'll get to questions a little more. I've been talking a lot. We all fired up. I'm fired up. There's like a a shooting and a <laughs> choppers out my outside of my house. It's, it's crazy times here where I'm living. Very unusual. I live in a very safe area, but it's crazy times. Um, so I'm not, I'm not ignoring your comments, folks. If I can see them, they, they, TikTok has done this thing where they used to just show the comments and now they show like every, every person that joins over this time. And it's, so it's like, it's 90% people joining and it's hard to get to the questions with the two days of pleasure eating. How can you tell if you're overdoing it? That's a great question. That's a great, great question. I'm glad you asked it because you'll probably overdo it. You'll overdo it the first couple months, maybe. Okay. But you know, as important as it is to learn how to eat less, I think it's just as important to learn how to eat for pleasure, to heal your relationship with food. You probably got a real weird relationship with food at this point, you know? And so I think part of this clean eating and pleasure eating is figuring that out. So again, this idea, well, how do you know if you're overdoing it? What's that mean? I'm eating too much of my pleasure days and I'm ruining my weight loss. Well, you're not because you're just, you're thinking a short-term time frame when you say that. And so again, I want you to understand, listen, okay. Now, now I'm, I'm worked up. How much weight have you all lost this year? Okay. How much weight you lost this year? How much weight have you lost since last year at this time? How much? I want you to think about that number right now. Write it in if you want to. 
how much weight have you lost this year since January? How much weight have you lost since last year, um, September 1st? Wise, how much weight have you lost? Okay. So you've got to stop. You've got to stop. If I give you a plan that says it takes three months to get results and you say, oh, that's too long. It's that constant thinking about that that is making it you not lose any weight. Okay? I, I can't make it any clearer than that. All right? But getting back to the pleasure eating, the pleasure eating is a big part of this. So you figure out how to eat for pleasure. What's that mean? It's eating the foods I like, but eating them in a way where I still feel good. Right? So we almost want to get rid of the weight gain loss piece of this for a second. And we want to start orienting ourselves to the instant consequences that follow our decisions. Right? So if you make a, if you make a um, good food decision, uh, then you are going to, oh my goodness gracious, these freaking notifications I'm getting are making me nuts. Um, if you make a good food choice, you have a good day of eating, you feel better, right? You feel better physically, mentally, emotionally about that, right? And when you weigh overeat, you feel worse physically, mentally, and emotionally. So a big part of what I try and do with my clients is to get them to shift their subconscious focus from the consumption of the food to the consequence of it, right? Because most of the time when you're thinking about a food decision, right? Let's just say, uh, I usually eat ice cream at night. I don't want to eat it. And you, you don't, you don't want to eat it because you want to lose weight, but you're in that struggle. Well, what's going on subconsciously when you think about eating that ice cream is you're only thinking about the anticipation of getting it, having it in front of you, and then eating it, and that's it. That's the movie you're making. And that movie is cranking up desire. But what follows after you're done eating that ice cream? Five minutes after you've finished eating that ice cream, there's always a consequence. And if you eat a lot of that ice cream, that consequence mentally, emotionally, and physically is kind of negative, right? Mentally in your head, you're like, oh, why'd I do that? What am I doing? I was doing so good and then I just blew it all and now I feel like shit. No, why? I'm dead. Okay. Then there's the emotions of it. Oh, I feel let myself down. I'm frustrated. Oh, why'd I do that? There's all those emotions. And then there's the physicality potentially. Oh, I feel stuffed. I'm kind of lethargic. I'm tired. Ugh. Okay. So it always follows. It's a real thing. We've been conditioned not to think about it, but it's right there. And so the more you start to realize that and you start to focus your food decisions around that, the easier it becomes. Even on pleasure days, I have pleasure days. I don't want to eat a bunch of shitty food because I don't like feeling gross. I, now I know what I'm going to eat. I like what I like to eat. And I know how to eat it. So I feel the best. So yeah, I figured that part out. But that's a great question. And that's something you want to figure out, you know, is how to eat for pleasure in a way that you can still master your weight. But it takes practice, you know, that's the important piece. Um, Soleil, thank you. Love the way you work. I appreciate you saying that. Um, oh, Mandy says, I highly recommend the program. If you're thinking of doing it, it'll change your life. Yeah, Mandy's in it. She's kicking ass, right? Um, thanks for your answers. They suggest to eat intuitively and work more on mindset. Um, yes, but but intuitively, intuitive eating is is one of these red herrings because you can't just start eating intuitively. Your intuitions, you have overweight intuitions, man. <laughs> like, you understand, folks? This isn't, it's not an attack, but it's just, come on. I used to have overweight intuitions. The way I thought about food was <laughs> like an overweight person. And so now my intuitions are different. I can trust them. But in the process of losing weight, you have to understand you can't just kick off um, trusting your intuitions. They wrong. <laughs> so you got to train them. And that comes through practicing. Okay, practicing. Which again, which that's what the program yourself thin technique is. It's the redo rehearsal. It's, it's redoing. It's like, oh man, why did I eat that pint of ice cream tonight? But instead of just beating yourself up about it or ignoring it and putting it out of your mind, we want to look at and understand it. What led to that? What was going on? What could I do differently? 
you know, and again, there's a hypnosis process you run through quickly to, to, to learn from that and to internalize it. And then we practice with a rehearsal technique, but um, it's a practice process. It's like, if you want to, it's literally any, any sport, right? Any, if you want to play an instrument, anything you want to, any skill you want to learn, there's learning about it. And then there's the practice of it. If you want to play the piano, you can't just get a, a you know, six books from Amazon, read them and then know how to play the piano, right? You got to put that time in of, of that, that muscle memory learning, those new neural pathways. And it's the same thing with your weight loss. You know, what about vitamins? Should we take them? I'm really not a vitamin expert. I, I really do. And I, I could be wrong about this. Someday I may change my mind, but, um, I really feel like me personally, I like to go at the vitamin and the micronutrients in general, naturally, I got called the living vitamin strategy where I really look to eat my vitamins. Um, you know, I have, I have huge salads four days a week. Um, I, I eat a lot of varied, a lot of nutrient dense nutrient variety foods. Am I missing some vitamins potentially, but I'm, I'm getting a lot more than I used to and a lot more than the average person does. Um, so I don't really think in terms of vitamins, but again, that could change someday, but, but it's not yet. So I can't really answer that. Um, 10 pounds since January. Nice job. Nice job. That's great. Two stones since I started the program with you. Nice job, Andy. That's awesome. That's so great. And Henry, nice job, right? So again, I wasn't asking that question to be a jerk. I mean, some people have lost weight. I feel like that's great. It's more like I'm talking about a lot of people when I talk about this stuff, you can hear it. You can hear them say, because they just want the meal plan. They want something to, um, they just want to start losing weight right away, right? That's part of that diet or mindset. And you're so obsessed with fast results that you don't realize that that's what's keeping you kind of locked into never getting any of the results that you want, you know? And I'm not saying you have to get slower. What's, again, what's slow and fast results? That, that's what you need to rethink, you know? Because what you think of as fast results is almost always short-term results. And so if, if, you, and if you only lose 20 pounds for one month and then start putting it all back on, is that fast weight loss? When you zoom out, look at the big picture, is that fast weight loss or, or is that no weight loss? I tend to think of that as no weight loss. And that's why I say you got to start looking at your weight loss differently with a different time frame. I always say dieters think of weight loss in terms of days, weeks, and months. And weight mastery people look at their weight in terms of months, years, and decades, and forever. You know? And then that's a huge, huge difference in it. You know? Um, yeah. Mandy says, it's amazing. Love the call. So encouraging. Yeah. What Mandy's referring to, that's the other piece of the program I didn't even mention, is that right now you can work with me directly. Like I'm about to do a call in about a half hour where it's like Tuesdays and Thursdays, you get to work with me directly. I can't even tell you how valuable it is. I mean, not, not to, I'm not gonna say there's no time for me to be false modesty. There's very few of me in the world. You know what I mean? Cause I'm just going to tell you what to do. I think if you really, to me, this is the distinction I make. If you look at pretty much all weight loss industry, pretty much in every form, what you're getting is you're getting people that are telling you what to do, what to eat, how to work out. And then you're supposed to get yourself to follow that. But there's really no one ever showing you how to get yourself to do that, how to change your thinking, how to change your habits, how to change it so you're consistently doing those things, you know? And so that's why I think no matter what diet comes down, it's never going to help you be, until you're changing your mindset and how you're thinking. And there's no faster way to do that than coaching. You know, from, from what I've done, I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. Not me. Again, I, I love dietitians and nutritionists. I think there's a, a place for them, but I also think that they are really a small part of the equation. 
You know, I always say like, what would be more valuable to you? A book this big with every single piece of nutritional information of every food on the planet or a pill that when you took it, you ate the way you wanted to. Right. And I I think we all know which one's going to make the bigger difference, you know? And so again, if you want to start, if you're really serious about losing weight, make sure that it's got a mindset component in it. Start to recognize what the real problem is. It isn't that you don't know what to eat and not eat. That's not the problem. The problem is you don't know how to think like a thin, healthy person. You don't know how to influence your behaviors effectively. You've got willpower, which lasts for a couple days or a couple weeks and then fades away. And there's reasons why. If you wanna know why, again, go to that bio, go to my bio, click the link, get that hypnosis session and listen to it, but then watch the training. The training is more valuable than the hypnosis session. The hypnosis session is valuable in the sense that you'll get to experience it and you'll feel motivated because you don't even know how to feel motivated right now. I'm just telling you, but you'll feel motivated and it'll happen genuinely, naturally, easily. And that's fun to experience. But you need to have real, genuine, effective strategy under you. And that's what that training will give you. And it's all free, okay? So please go watch if you have any genuine desire to change your weight, you know? Um, Thanks, Kathleen. I appreciate all those likes. Uh, It's hard to hear you. What? I got a new microphone and everything. (laughs) I thought this was making it good. You can hear me, Deb, on on the call. If you can make the call today, I'll talk about that. Is anyone having a hard time hearing me? Is that just Deb? I hope it's just you, Deb, because, uh, like I said, new microphone I got, and I was all excited about it. <laughs> hope you're doing well, I am. Oh, my voice faded. Is it still fading? Is it fading for everyone? I'm doing great, by the way. I'm feeling good. I uh, I had a couple of tough weeks, too, by the way. You know, Oh, I'm having a bad time hearing you, too, huh? Yeah, still faded. Okay, let's try and get this going. And that just happened? I'll tell you another. Oh, I bet. Is it better now? Okay. You know what? I got to fix this thing too. It's making me nuts. Um, Okay. Thank you guys. You always let me know that I can usually kind of fix it. If I, uh, I know this is going (laughs) to, I knew that was going to happen. I got this phone holder and it's like, it's always pushing the buttons. And uh, (laughs) I thought it was your phone. I know that's me, right? That's weird. That's weird. I'd be here and then it kind of went out, but yeah, I got I don't know. You know, setting up camera stuff is harder than you would think, I would say. It is for me, and I don't know why. Um, and I just <laughs> I keep throwing money at it, but I keep messing it up. Uh, anyways. But, yeah. All right, back to normal. That's good. There really is. I'll let you all know this. It's a crazy times here. I'll give you a little personal stuff. Jeez, um, not the fire. There, I live in a real, you know, in a very rural area and uh safe and all the rest of it but all of a sudden there was a shooting and it was right across the street from my daughter was uh was babysitting and so now they've locked the thing down they got helicopters out it's crazy it's crazy times so anyways (laughs) i don't know i told you that you don't probably don't care but it's nuts and now they got fire trucks and stuff going (laughs) yeah it's crazy but um yeah anyways yeah yeah thanks mandy i I, yeah i think things are okay you know even the shooting i guess it wasn't it wasn't, um, yeah, thank you. It, it was uh, not like a life or death thing, you know, thankfully. It was a shooting that was, a, you know, wasn't going to kill him. But anyways, yeah, really, it's crazy times. That's crazy. It's so nuts. It's weird when that stuff happens around you. So anyways, yeah, right in the middle of that. But anyways. All right, everyone, we'll get out of here. I'm going to go rest for 15 minutes, and then I got to, I will. I'll, I'll be very safe. I think I'm, I'm pretty safe right now. 
But um, yeah, I'm gonna get out of here. But listen, everyone, if you if you haven't yet, again, I always like to say this because it's like it's just this. It's just like there's this door for you to open and everything changes. And I, I don't want to sound dramatic here, you know, but I'm telling you, as much as you think about weight, you think you think about it so much, you think you you know everything there is to do and that there's something wrong with you. Um, but I'm here to tell you that it, it's not, you don't need more information. You got to change the way that you're thinking. And there's a whole new way to approach your weight loss that's completely different than anything you've ever thought. That like, like I, I don't want to sound like ridiculous, but I really mean it. And, and I, I prove it to you for free. <laughs> you know, it's literally, um, you just go to my bio or go to program yourself then if you're on YouTube there uh, and you can get that free hypnosis session. And once you opt in for that, again, I give you a training three steps to master your weight. And I email you every day. I got a mindset course I give you. I give you a bunch of stuff just to prove to you that there's an easier, better way to um, to go about this, you know? And you deserve that. You know what I mean? Like, like you've spent enough time fighting with your, yourself, um, you know, trying all these different stupid diets, uh, feeling frustrated, feeling annoyed, all the rest of it. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you've paid your dues, <laughs> you know? It's time for you to step into the light here a little bit, not, not to be corny, but so walk through the door. The walking through the door is clicking the link, putting your info in, listening to the session, watching the training, you know? But it changes everything. Regan, what's up? Regan's around. I don't know if you're around, Regan, but it's crazy times in TF. You should uh, go text Cena. Um, knowing we're not alone on this helps. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Oh, Ricky's there too. All right. What's up, Ricky? Um, yeah, yeah. Well, that's another thing too, folks. If like, again, if you're really serious, you know, having a group, that's what Mandy was just referring to. We're going to do our coaching call in a few minutes. And um, being able to hear other people in a situation like you're in, um, hearing the solutions that are shared with them and, and watching how they land, having them land for yourself while you listen, it's profound. You, you know what I mean? That eight weeks of coaching is, is absolutely transformative. You know, so anyways... Uh, you know, if you're serious, you go to the link and click on it, go check it out. And, um, yeah, listen to the podcast is program yourself. Then, uh, YouTube's Jim Katsoulis and yeah, that's it. All right. We want to have a super day. We'll talk soon. Bye.